Yo, what's going on everybody? This is Uncle Duke, back again like I forgot my keys And this is episode 4 of the Everybody Everybody Has a Story podcast Yeah, everybody got a story Everybody got a story Everybody got a story Everybody got a story Yeah, whether you young and a shorty Yeah, whether you grown or you 40 Yeah, whether it's pain or it's glory Yeah, everybody got a story Yeah, everybody got a story Everybody got a story Everybody got a story. Everybody got a story. Yeah. yeah. Everybody got a story. Everybody pray for Houston. Everybody pray for Texas. Pray the good Lord protect us. Pray we all come together. Pray I see you all in heaven. Everybody got a story. All right. Thank you, everybody, for being tuned in to episode four. Man, I can't lie. It feels a little bit weird, like a little crazy to be recording this episode right now. And even asking you guys to listen, man, there's just too much going on in this country right now. First and foremost, with Hurricane Harvey in Texas and all the surrounding cities that were affected, we just want to take a moment to extend this prayer from us to you and pray that God gives you safety and peace. Yeah, me to you. I know that life gets crazy. I pray you see it through. I know you need to hear from God. And look, I need it too. I always thought you were the best when you're just being you. Just hold on, cause it's a message from me to you. I know that life gets crazy, I pray you see it through. I know you need to hear from God, and look, I need it too. I always thought you were the best when you're just being you. We prepare for the worst, but then we hope for the best. I know it feel like we curse, but someone else got less. Cause I could be up in jail, I could be me a bum. I realized my worth when God sent me his son. I got a text, somebody told me to pray for Houston. I started thinking about the words that I could say to Houston. Cause I was looking at the pictures on the gram, and I'm like, man, I can't believe that there's people I know who stay in Houston. I said, forget it, man, I'm about to make my way to Houston. Pack a bag this weekend, I spend a day. Houston, what would happen if we all turn our words into actions? What would happen if we all went and served in disasters? What would happen if we all came together in love? I might just pull up on Trump and I'ma give him a hug. I might just go to Lakewood so they open the church and tell him we need shelter while I'm quoting this verse. Just hold on, cause it's a message from me to you. I know that life gets crazy, I pray you see it through. I know you need to hear from God, hey look, I need it too. I always thought you were the best when you're just being you. So hold on, cause it's a message from me to you. I know that life gets crazy, I pray you see it through. I know you need to hear from God, hey look, I need it too. I always thought you were the best when you're just being you. Yeah, being you. You the best when you just being you. Look, I need it too The truth is that you the best when you just being you You the best when you just being you That's what I felt this week An open heart What a friend of mine the writer Marilyn Robinson calls that reservoir of goodness beyond and of another kind. That reservoir of goodness. If we can find that grace, anything is possible. If we can tap that grace, everything can change. Amazing grace. Amazing grace. 
Once again, we just want to send our prayers and our love to everybody in Texas and those that were affected by Hurricane Harvey. One thing I've come to learn is that love inspires love. So if there's somebody on here who's looking to participate in any type of Hurricane Harvey relief, here's how you could join us. All right, so get on your phone right now and go to www.adventistgiving.com and make the checks payable to Grace Community SDA Church. Grace Community SDA Church and make the memo Hurricane Harvey Relief. Or if you have Cash App and that's easier for you, we encourage you to send your donations, no matter how big or small, to dollar sign Grace Community SDA Church. And stay tuned for how the supplies will be shipped at a later date. But if you want to know what's going on, just go to www.adventistgiving.com and find out more. It brings you the kind of protection that bodyguards can't give you. Try to be all you can be, to be the best human being you can be. Try to be that in your church, in your temple. Try to be that in your classroom. Do it because it is right to do. You see, people will know you. And they will add their prayers to your life. They'll wish you well. I think if your name is mentioned and people say, oh, hell, Oh, damn. <laughs> I think you're doing something wrong. But if your name is mentioned and people say, oh, she's so sweet. He's so nice. Oh, I love her. Oh, God bless her. There you are. So try to live your life in a way that you will not regret years of useless virtue and inertia and timidity. Take up the, uh, the battle. Take it up. It's yours. This is your life. This is your world. I'll be leaving it long before you under the ordinary set of circumstances. You make your own choices. You can decide life isn't worth living. And that would be the worst thing you can do. How do you know? So far. Try it. See. So pick it up. Pick up the battle and, and make it a better world just where you are. Yes, and it can be better, and it must be better, but it is up to us. Rest in peace to the late and great Maya Angelou, and thank you everybody for being tuned in to episode four of the Everybody Has a Story podcast. All right, so last week we started this four-part series, which I'm really excited about, where we have conversations about four key elements, which we believe if you can master, you can have a very fulfilling experience while you're here on Earth. So the four things that we'll be talking about include health, wealth, love, and happiness. And if you missed last week's conversation on health, I strongly encourage you to go back and listen to that conversation that I had with Tino. There's a lot of valuable information and practical suggestions for you to start improving your health today. And that was dope, too, because it was the first guest that we had on the Everybody Has a Story podcast, and I got to flex my little interview skills a little bit. But I'm trying to sharpen them, so I'm excited to get into this conversation that we have today. So on this episode today, we're going to be talking about wealth, and I'm super excited because our guest is not only a visionary, a social media guru, one of the greatest photographers and videographers that I've ever seen with my own two eyes. He is also the founder and CEO of Tree and Trail Adventure Supply, Rise Up Records, and an esteemed YouTube vlogger. Man, I'm excited to get into this conversation today with my guy. 
Alright, so for the few people who don't know who you are in my community, can you please introduce yourself, tell us who you are, what you do, and what some of your passions are? Yo, what is good? First and foremost, I'd like to say that it is a complete honor (laughs) right now to be on air with DK the God, my number one dog. My brother. Yo, I'm so happy right now to be a part of this. Oh, man. Um, Thanks for being on the show, beloved. Thank you for, for, for allowing me to be on here. But uh, yeah, I'm just my name is Matt. I'm just a regular dude trying to live my dream, trying to trying to chase the chase my passion and live happily ever after. You and I both, boss. All right. So we're having this four part conversational series where we talk about health, wealth, love and happiness. And obviously today we'll be talking about wealth. One of the things that we're trying to get people excited about is cashing in on your passions. And by the way, Matt is one of my favorite vloggers on YouTube. So if you have a moment, go check out his videos. But one of my favorite episodes is where you talk about the buildup to you eventually quitting your job and life thereafter. Can you just talk about where your mind was at when you decided to make that decision and kind of how that whole journey has been? Word, word. Well, I mean, it's, it's really nothing new. You know, I mean, we all nobody. I don't think there's anybody in the world who truly loves their job. I mean, there might be someone out there, but you know, it's very rare. And I mean, I was just in a place where I wasn't doing nowhere near the thing that I wanted to be doing. Looking back now, I could have changed my mindset. You know, I think it nowadays, especially with pursuing, you know, your dreams, your passions, wanting to be an entrepreneur, you have to see a job a nine to five as a tool, you know, to be able to accomplish those things, whether it's you know, capital, but using that money to pay your bills while you pursue other passions. Um, but yeah, at the time I was just like, I was in the banking industry and I just was not having a good time. It was not what I wanted to do with my life at all. I felt depressed. I felt like I was stuck. Like, you know, if, if I spent another year there, that's just what my life was going to be for the, you know, for the rest of my life. And I worked with folks who were there for like, you know, five, 10 years. And that's, that's all their life was. And, and I didn't want that for myself. So I just decided to cold turkey and just quit so that's what i did wow so i think you bring up a really interesting point here because we have two different audiences who are tuned into this podcast if you're anywhere from the age of 18 to 22 and you're still in college trying to figure it all out you may not have a full-time job or the capital that it takes to fund your dreams but what you do have is the ability to sacrifice your time which i could almost assure you that later on in life you'll start to see is more valuable than maybe even capital On the other hand, you know, maybe you've graduated college and you have a part or a full time job. You know, you got to pay your bills, finance life. I get it. Respect. At the same time, though, you still have a dream for your life or a itch or a passion that you feel like you still need to scratch. You know, you might be a musician. You might be a great cook. You might be a fitness trainer. You might want to start a podcast or a video blog with your significant other. You know, whatever it is, whatever dream that you have, you know what it is. I don't think that we're necessarily saying that if you don't quit your job right now, you'll never be able to accomplish your dream. But I think that what we are saying is that there will come a point where you'll need to sacrifice some of your time in order to get what you want. So, yeah, I think you hit it right on the nose, brother. And obviously, you know, you're an incredible photographer, so I'm sure you get gigs from that. But for the audience who is listening right now, you know, 18 and up, college and up, you know, just looking for practical advice, which they could apply right now, you know, just looking for extra ways to have income, you know, a little bit of extra money to put in their pocket to fund their dreams. I know these are questions that I've personally asked you and uh, I've got some insight from you and I applied them and it's worked for me. And I think it could bring a lot of value to a lot of people. So what are some tricks or some ideas for the people who are like, oh, but I don't have any money? 
you know, for those people, what are some things that they could do right now to get some extra money in their pockets so they could start pursuing their passions? Word, word. Well, first, I want to say that, you know, I know way too many people who are in my age bracket or younger. I'm 26. And, you know, I just know I, I know way too many people who, you know, they want to ball out in their 20s. They want, you know, <laughs> yes. they go and pick up the, they get a little job that pays them like 12 to 15 an hour. And, Talk about you it. know, they, they go and cop the, the $15,000, $20,000 car loan, you know, and they're paying $300 a month. You know, that's that's not the way to do it in your 20s. You got to adopt a mindset. You, you got to struggle in your 20s to build for your 30s and just live it out in your 40s and 50s. You know what I mean? So f- that's the first thing you have to do. You have to adopt that mindset. Once you adopt that mindset, you have to realize that whatever you do from here on out, you know, it's, it's a tool whether you have a job. You know, a lot of people have the mindset where they're saying, well, you know, I have passions, but I can't just quit my job. I got to pay my bills. Well, the beautiful thing about entrepreneurship in the 21st century is that you don't have to quit your job. You know, use your job as a tool to, you know, fund your dreams or whatever your passions are. I mean, back to the back to the question. Um, you know, I want to give some practical advice. A lot of people, a lot of people say, you know, just do whatever it takes to, to live out your dreams. But, you know, get first and foremost, I would say get you a job that pays you the most to do the least. And some practical examples of that would be working at a bank, for instance, credit union. If you can get into a credit union, uh, depending on whether you're working full or part time, you get all your holidays, all the national holidays, you get them off. You get very decent um, pay time off. You get a decent, decent amount of money. And you don't have to work so hard. You get to sit behind a desk, a computer sometimes. And so you can just, you know, use the Internet to, to build whatever it is that you're building. And, um, you know, fresh out of college, there are people who can actually use their degrees to raise capital. For instance, nurses work three days a week. They make bank. You know what I mean? And it's what you're doing on them for other days that, that are, that's really going to define your future for you. That's part of it. You know, using a, an actual job to raise capital for yourself. A side hustle, for instance, would be something like a newfound passion of mine is buying and reselling. So I buy stuff for cheap from places like, you know, Ross Marshall's places like that. And I resell it on eBay. And, um, you know, that's been a, a, a newfound hobby of mine. And that's how I'm there's raising. There's so much money in that. Word, word, word. And I mean, that's it. There's money out there. There's money to be made. You know, if you know what you're looking for, you do a little bit of research. It's not that hard to. Uh, you know, make up an, an eBay account and, and just list some stuff on there. And, you know, I've been having some success with that. So, you know, and it doesn't have to just be like shoes or anything like that. You can, you know, buy books, resell books, you know, buy furniture, refurbish furniture, sell it at flea markets, you know, etc. It's just anything to make a little bit of extra money. So this is where knowing yourself and, you know, deciding between work-life balance is so important to me. Like, if you're sitting on a Sunday afternoon just watching TV, kind of doing whatever, but you're complaining about being broke, there's so many ways to make money now. Exactly, exactly. And so how I see a side hustle is, okay, so you have your regular job that's going to pay the bills, that's going to pay your rent, you know, your phone, your food, whatever you need. And your side hustle is basically what you're building to eventually take over that job. For instance, this, I'm hoping that it'll turn into something where I, you know, I won't have to work. And then I'll be able to work on, you know, my third stream of income, which is my passion project, my, you know, my legacy, what I actually want to be remembered for. So it's, it's just, it's just a ladder of, of, you know, capital, basically, whether it's creative capital or actual money um, that, you, that you need to build. And, you know, like I said, 20s is the time to do that. It's not time to ball out in your 20s. You know, by by any means, it's time to struggle and, and thrive later. 
Man, I just want to say that I've had so many of these conversations with you on a personal level and have really helped me. But uh, to have this on a public forum, I know it's going to bring a lot of people great information that they can use in their own life. Now, before you get out of here, you know, I know we're talking about money. Obviously, that's important. But let's talk about the happiness factor for this for a second. You know, breaking societal norms and living a life that you actually dreamed of. Talk about the happiness part and why that's so important. Word, of course. So for me, you know, success, what success looks like to me, you know, the most important thing in my life is my free time you know, the ability for me to just do whatever I want whenever I want to do it. And so, you know, for me, success would be, you know, if I want to take 30 days and just travel up the West Coast, you know, hiking, riding trails, visiting national parks, visiting other things, you know, for me, success is having the free time to do it and having the money to do it. And, you know, that's all it is for me. And so, you know, I think success looks different to a lot of people. Uh, You know, some people want money. And I mean, if that's what you want, you're kind of starting off wrong because, you know, money, money can only take you so far. You have to be invested in yourself. Um, you know, most people will find that they need a creative outlet and that creative outlet is usually where their passion actually lies. And, you know, that's what you really want to pursue. So it's important to to figure out what it, what your passion is exactly, what's most important to you, whether it's your free time, providing for your family or some people are just addicted to the hustle, to the grind. And, you know, that's what makes them happy is grinding and, and hustling. So, you know, that's just, you You got to figure that out for yourself. Man, I love you, bro. Thank you for coming through and blessing my audience, my brother. Before you get out of here, can you please let us know your social media handles and where people can follow you to stay updated with whatever you have going on? Please hit me up on Instagram. It's uh, my, my Instagram handle is Matt Mendoza. Uh, you can hit me up on Twitter for the wildness. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's <laughs> the Twitter handle is just my name backwards, which comes out to like Azad Nem Tam. It's just my name backwards. So you hit me up on there and uh, hit me up on Snapchat. It's the same as Twitter. And yeah, let's talk. Much power to you, King. Thank you for stopping by and being a part of the show. Word. I appreciate you so much for having me on. And I love the podcast and I can't wait for to hear new music. Bless up. Bless up. Bless up. Bless up. Yep. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. You don't stop and look around once in a while. You could miss it. This concludes our broadcast day. Click. Thank you, everybody, who tuned in to episode four of the Everybody Has a Story story podcast. podcast. Thank you for all of the love that you've been showing. Please keep leaving comments, reposting, sharing, and telling your friends. And we'll see you same time next week. Peace, peace, peace. I just want to let it be known that any young kid out there, high school, college, just graduated college, you're going to deal with a lot. You're going to see a lot of weird stuff going along the way. You're going to be dealing with some really crappy politics for sure. But as long as you know what you're doing is right and you're not lying to people and you're good to people and you're good to the people who are good to you, you're doing it right.